welcome to the podcast called Coach Quist. This is Ronnie Quist that will motivate you and inspire you when it comes to health, personal development, and entrepreneurship. I really hope you will enjoy it. Warm welcome. Hi there, and welcome to my first podcast in English. And in this episode, I'm going to explain a little bit more about myself, uh, give you my background, my philosophy, and why I am sharing what I'm sharing because of my history and what I've been going through in life so far. And also, I want to give you a glimpse of what you can learn and what you can get inspired by from what I'm sharing and what I'm going to keep on sharing in the coming podcast that I will do both in English and in Swedish. My background is, uh, I grew up in Sweden. Uh, I had a very happy childhood with a lot of love and, and I have nothing to complain about whatsoever. Typical Swedish working class background where, uh, you know, uh, Sweden in the 60s was like uh, uh, the working class capital of the world, I would say. And very happy childhood. I have nothing to complain about whatsoever. But the challenge I faced kind of early in life was that I suffered from obesity. Um, my mother was feeding me happily. Everything was home cooked, homemade, and uh, made with a lot of love. But uh, the way I would put it, it was a little bit too much of love uh, because I was getting food and and homemade homemade fruit punch. Uh, too much, which made me uh, too heavy, too early in life, which basically meant that I had to struggle with my self-confidence because I didn't get accepted, you know, in school when teams were divided up and uh, you were picking the teams, I was the last one they picked because I was fat. I couldn't run as fast. I wasn't, um, uh, you know, in the games as much as uh, the other kids when I got up in, in um, uh, before I turned into to a teenager, uh, I started to be very aware of this. And, and uh, I started to realize that I didn't get invited to, to the classmates' parties, um, at the school dance. Uh, I got rejected and so on and so on. So it was, it was you know, it created an, um, a feeling of not being accepted and feeling the feeling of insecurity. Uh, that I carried with me for for a long time in life. Then I came up in my my teenage years, and and um, I was starting to do sports. I, I actually already when I was ten, eleven, twelve, I realized that I was not good in in soccer, which was like the biggest sport. Um, I was too heavy, couldn't run fast. I was a goalkeeper, but I was not a good goalie. So when, as my brother had started with track and field, um, I started to hang on the track and, and realized that there were some events that I was actually pretty good at, and that was shot put. So I started to compete in shot put, and, and, uh, and it, it went pretty well. Uh, and then I started to play around with, with discus throwing that I was fascinated by. But in my track club, we didn't have a, we didn't have a coach that knew anything about discus. But I had heard that the best discus thrower in Sweden and also one of the best ones in the world didn't live far away from my house so I basically forced or talked my dad into driving to his place and where 
I introduced myself and and he accepted to take a look at me and he did thorough testing on me both um, physical and and in actually a theoretical test and uh, a couple of weeks later I had a I had a letter, handwritten letter, about my talent as a discus thrower and a thrower in, in general. And this, the name of this thrower was Ricky Bouf, and he was like a national icon at that time. Always in the news, always in the newspaper, always, you know, all over the place. Pretty controversial guy, uh, did a lot of crazy stuff, but he had really, really a big heart. And, and I got the chance to train with him for five years. And during those five years, I transformed my, transformed my body from being that overweight little fat kid to a, a pretty muscular guy and qualified into the Swedish junior national team in discus and shot put and, and also actually in, in weightlifting. I started to do weightlifting uh, as, a, as a thing to enhance my, my throwing and it, it took me pretty far. But then around 20 years, uh, right before I turned 20, my back uh, went bad because I trained too hard for too long time at his level and he wasn't probably the best coach I could have when it came to the pressure he put on me. Uh, I trained too hard and, and my back couldn't handle it and I had about a year and a half of rehab of, of my back and I thought actually my, my sports career was over. But uh, I could come back and on a level where I could get a full scholarship in the U.S. And that was one of my main goals when I was 19, 20, to get accepted at a university in the States and, and get my, my education paid for. Even though we have free education in Sweden, it would have been hard to combine studies and uh, uh, going for the sports. Where you have the system in the U.S. where you actually the sports is included in the university and you get, you have a bunch of advantages as a, as an athlete so that's something i really wanted to do and and i got into university of louisiana at monroe at that time northeast louisiana university where we had a german coach and a fantastic throwing team uh, i realized that you know my back was uh, i couldn't train as hard as i wanted to uh, even though I did my best, I realized kind of after my first year, I was not going to reach the levels that I dreamed of. But my focus was to keep my scholarship and compete for the team and do it on a fairly good level, which I did. Um, and this made me finish my studies. Uh, it made me have four or five of my most fun years of my life. No worries whatsoever. Everything paid for nothing to worry about, great people around me, and had a blast with all these fun people and, and in this new country where uh, being a Swedish guy was actually pretty uh, exotic for, for other people. And the best part, I would say, during this time is that that's also the place where I met my wife and my soulmate, and we have now been happily married for more than 28 years, and all thanks to that I took that decision to move to the States and to study. Um, my wife, Rosario, is from Venezuela, which meant that I had got to travel to, to Venezuela and South America and got to learn a third culture. Um, got to learn that from the inside because I went down and stayed with, with her family and, and uh, big family with a lot of uh, relatives and a lot of friends and, and uh, started to learn uh, like a third third culture and this is way before internet time where you 
today you Google everything and you have everything and you can get pictures and film clips and everything from all over the world. But, but at that time for me, Venezuela was something that was not even on my map. So it was exciting and, and so, so interesting. And, and I'm so happy that I got this with me since today you can't even travel to that country because of the disaster that has uh, been caused by a misled country by idiots uh, running the politics hoping it gets better one day but um, it's the culture that I got uh, into my heart and I can uh, really feel it since my three children has a part of that culture even though they haven't been able to be there as much as we wanted I, it's still a big big um, big part of of who I am today coming home to Sweden in newly married in 1991 um, uh, I had a shock because at that time in 1991, I had studied for 17 years. I had been in the military service for one year, which was mandatory when I was young. Got home and, and thought that I was going to get, you know, a nice job and, and a you know, great career with my background and my studies. Um, but got to the unemployment office and got bullied by the employees at the office. Uh, they basically said, you know, what are you going to do with that education with with the uh, exercise physiology, human performance, uh, and all that crap. That's not the job you can get here, son. You know, go go get yourself a real education. And, and by the way, it's, it's a recession here now, so there's basically no jobs whatsoever. So you can just, um, you know, see yourself as unemployed. And I got so angry, I got so mad, that the day after I started my own company, I didn't know anything about... Uh, running a business, I had no entrepreneurship background or uh, trained in it whatsoever or in economics. I just started and I worked my butt off um, to just get that off. Um, and and I was coaching in sports. I was working in as a bouncer in bars. I was a substitute teacher. I was doing everything I could to get an to get an income and and to start our new life in Sweden since my wife couldn't get a job since she didn't talk Swedish. So she had to learn that first. So basically in 1993, I started a small gym um, and also staffed, uh, uh, educated staff at the larger gym. Uh, and, and basically that, that's the year when things started to take off. Uh, that's also the year where we got our first love child. Nicole was born in June, and um, that's you know it felt like now now life is for real. You know this is this is this is what is life is meant to be, and I uh, got a really boost out of that. But also at the same time, my wife was home with with her, and I worked for both of us, uh, really really pushing it and uh, trying to to make our life as comfortable as possible. In 1994, I started a rehab clinic together with my good friend and and uh, colleague. Dr. Budetner, uh, we had had some tests on some of his uh, patients at my little uh, gym that I ran at that time, and we had fantastic results with people with all kinds of problems with my philosophy of how to train and, and how to rehab people in a totally different way. Um, and during this year, we, I also got my second, we also got our second love child, Lucas, was born in December. And... You know, we had just bought our first real house. Uh, we had, a, a, I felt like I had a career that was booming. Uh, I was still working like crazy, too much, uh, if you would ask anyone. But I loved what I was doing. I didn't feel my job was 
a job. It was my hobby. It was my passion. I was working with sports, fitness. I was doing those things that I was always dreamed about working with. Um, in 19, this went on, and then in 1996, I started as a shot put and discus uh, head coach for the Swedish uh, national team for the men and juniors. Um, and we, I started to coach in a different track club in Copenhagen, Denmark, as well. And I started to become also started as a general manager for a large fitness club, um, and all this in a matter of one to two years. And I was basically having four full-time jobs at that time, doing educational stuff for personal trainers and, and nutritionists. I was coaching um, uh, people in the track and field area, especially in the throwing field, throwing events. I was doing some uh, strength and conditioning in some sports as well. I was running this fitness club. I mean, I was I was more busy than than I could understand. Uh, now, when I look back at it, I don't know how I handled it. Also, I started head of, of an educational program in 1997 called FIA Fitness Industry Alliance, which was basically at that time one of the leading companies when it comes to educating uh, personal trainers, um, nutritionists, and uh, strength coaches, and so forth. And I was running these uh, educational programs in Helsingborg, in south of Sweden, and in Stockholm. Things started to really, you know, burn me out. Uh, I was working easily 80 hours a week. I was basically never home. Uh, in 1998, we got our third love child. Isabella was born. And my, I constantly had a bad conscience because I was never at home with my children. Even though I worked with my passions, it was such a hard um, time to leave the house every day uh, because I wanted to be with the kids, but I had to bring in the income since my since my wife was home with the kids for nine years. I was the one who was uh, bringing home, home the money, and we didn't wanted to lower our um, income level. Uh, we wanted to basically increase and and uh, have a, a more comfortable lifestyle in many ways travel more and, and a larger, nicer house. And we also bought our first new build house in 98. And, and um, that year was, you know, really boosting in so many ways. So in 98, I, I was starting to work more and more with uh, strength and conditioning. I, I became the head of strength and conditioning education for the uh, Swedish Tennis Association and uh, worked even, even harder. So in 2001 was the year where I had worked for basically... 10 years as a self-employed guy and just starting projects and being a consultant in the fitness industry and sports industry and rehab industry. And, and I started to feel like, you know, that I got to change one way or another because I cannot work like this for the rest of my life. I'm going to work myself to death if I keep on working like this. So that's when I started to take a look into the network marketing world and I had tried the products from a company called Forever Living Products. Uh, I had tried them for a year and a half, and I had some tremendous results with the products, both for me and for my family. And I had started curiously looking into their business model, and I didn't see myself as a salesman. I didn't sell anything prior to that. Um, didn't have any product experience sales-wise. And I, I couldn't see myself in that role, but I loved the concept of building a business where I was not caught up in, in a situation where I was selling my time. I could give a, get a leverage of me providing knowledge and, and coaching and um, education for a team of 
of team members uh, that I would help increase their income with the knowledge I had. So that's how I started in 2001. And basically one year later, I was a stay-at-home dad. Uh, and I was that, on that level for 10 years. Uh, and for 10 years, I was the one who was with the kids all the time. My wife started to work in 2002. I was at home with the kids uh, when they came home from daycare and from school. I was on all their extra um, activities with their sports activities, music activities, their training camps, their camps, their all kinds of stuff I could be actively involved in thanks to that I had started this new business. So for 10 years, I was working basically 20 hours a week and I had about three months vacation every year thanks to that I started this business. I still was doing a little consulting with some sports stuff and I started to do a little speaking stuff with my background and my knowledge and I really loved it and especially when it was not taking more of my time than 20 hours a week. And one of my things on my bucket list at that time was that I really wanted to write a book and I decided to ask my good friend and colleague that I had the rehab clinic with, Dr. Budetno if who would be interesting to, interested to join me to writing this book, because he had such a tremendous or has such a tremendous knowledge and experience, both when it comes to natural health and, and health in general, but also his viewpoint as a medical doctor. Uh, because when he got his education in the 60s, he got his, his training both in the classical uh, medical science, but also in natural uh, medicine uh, back down in Germany and Austria. So, so I have always looked up uh, tremendously to his knowledge and experience, and uh, he said yes. And uh, during five years, from 2005 to 2010, we had this project running of cre- uh, collecting knowledge, uh, creating, collecting everything we needed to get uh, everything down uh, into a book, and we launched our book, Health in a Nutshell, uh, 2010. The book is only in Swedish. Um, we haven't had time or have you know prioritized uh, it to get translated into English, but I hope to to get that soon, uh, really, because I would love to be able to spread the word. Because even today in 2019, I think the book uh, is very much up to date. Um, I would love to add some new uh, chapters to it, but everything in the book is still something I can stand for 100%. 2011, I started to give a lot more public uh, speaking uh, engagements. Uh, you know, one speaking engagement gave me another one, and it was the word of mouth spreading. And, and suddenly I had been speaking in more than 10 countries, uh, having crowds from just, a, you know, a 10, 20, 30 people up to a, a max out so far 12,000 people. So speaking is really something I have a passion about and something that I will always do one way or another. And uh, I'm looking forward to have more international speaking engagements because that's something I really have a passion for. And my subject is always has to do with how can I improve the lives of others? How can I help other people improve their performance and quality of life? As long as I can speak in those areas, because that's where I have my experience, that's where I feel like I have a lot of um, experience and knowledge to to give. And this has been going on since 2011. And then the next breaking point in my career was in 2018, uh, when I launched together with my good colleague and friend, 
Jennifer Shinstrand, um, our concept called Formball, which is actually her baby that she started, and I got into it in, on an early stage. And, you know, basically a concept where we offer online courses, health courses, um, for weight management, for people who want to get into yoga, or people who want to start running, or people who want to get better eating habits, and so forth and so forth. So there we have online courses where we uh, give the knowledge, we are giving the coaching, and we are giving um, free uh, package of, of a, a specially designed product portfolio that is included in the courses for free. So it's a, it's a new twitch of, of uh, how I can help or how, or how we can help in my organization and in Jennifer's organization uh, people uh, to get their hands on good good knowledge uh, when it comes to the health area with uh, exercise, eating habits, uh, habits in general, stress management, and also get their hands on the top quality products that is uh, handpicked for that uh, particular subject that the course is uh, aiming for. So this we launched in 2018, and that has been taking my time uh, basically for the, for the last year and a half, and um, that's something where I am really emphasizing on today. Uh, still doing speaking engagements, of course, and and those two areas are what what is um, uh, you know making my working heart tick. But the the life I have created is basically a life where I live 24-7. I don't feel like I have a working life and a, and a free, runny life. It's like a life that is, um, you know, all together, where I actually enjoy every little bit of what I do and, and the life I live. And that's one of the reasons why I have created this, this podcast, is actually to give to other people of my knowledge and, my, and, and hope that I can inspire people to make better decisions when it comes to health, better decisions when it comes to life quality and basically improve the quality of life for other people and um, by the knowledge I can hand out and give out during this uh, podcast. I will do my own lectures and my own thoughts and my own thinking when it comes to these different sessions that is coming up. Uh, as I said, I'm doing it both in English and in Swedish, uh, but I'm also going to interview people that I think uh, is interesting to give an, an uh, interview with uh, to to my audience when it comes to entrepreneurship, uh, when it comes to uh, personal development, and when it comes to health. So in those areas, you're going to hear a bunch of different people that I, I'm going to interview, and uh, I think you're going to really enjoy it. So now you got a little bit of my background in coaching, teaching, inspiring, and developing new things and ideas to help more people live healthier and to pursue their dreams when it comes to their lifestyle. So thank you for listening in. I hope you enjoyed the, uh, my first little podcast and my background and uh, that you can see and connect with me that uh, I probably have something I can give you uh, in one way or another. Thanks for connecting and I hope you listen in soon again. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs>